0: Hey guys, it's Brynn and welcome back to another episode of Guiding Enlightenment. I am sorry I'm currently standing outside um, because I am working. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I wanted to record this episode for you guys and get it up. If you guys want to follow any of my socials, my Instagram is at Brynn, B-R-Y-N-N, dot Marade, M-A-I-R-E-A-D. And I post a lot about the podcast and ask questions um, for you guys there that you can answer so I know what to do next or what you guys like, what you guys don't like, etc., Now let's just jump right into this week's episode. I am going to be going back to the season aware and bringing awareness to mental health after last week's bonus episode. So today I decided, well someone swiped up and asked me to do this and I thought that it would be a good jump from last week's episode and a good you know transitional episode. So today's mental health is depersonalization and derealization. About 50% of the general population have had at least one transit experience of depersonalization or derealization in their lifetime. However, only about 2% of people ever meet the criteria for having depersonalization and derealization disorder. So it is very important for everyone to understand that You know, you might experience a lot of things that have to do with certain mental health symptoms, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have the disorder in itself, but that also doesn't mean that your struggles aren't as real as the people that do. So, you know, doing your research, it's very, very easy to self-diagnose. If you think that you do have something, then just bring it up to a nurse, practitioner or your psychiatrist and kind of just talk about it and talk it through. Um, Depersonalization or derealization can also occur as a symptom in many other mental disorders as well, as in physical disorders such as seizures and etc. People with depersonalization, derealization disorder often have experience with severe stress such as the following being emotionally abused or neglected during childhood, being physically abused, witnessing domestic violence, having a severely impaired or mentally ill parent, having a family member or close friend die unexpectedly. Episodes can be triggered by interpersonal, financial, or occupational stress, depression, anxiety, or use of illicit drugs, particularly marijuana, ketamine, or hallucinogens. Symptoms as signs, depersonalisa- depersonalization symptoms include feeling detached from one's body, mind, feelings, and or sensations. Patients feel like an outside observer of their life. Many patients also say they feel unreal or like a robot or an anim- animaton, having no control over what they do or say. They may feel emotionally and physically numb or feel detached with little emotion. Some patients cannot recognize or describe their emotions. They often feel disconnected from their memories and are unable to remember them clearly. Um, Feeling detached from their surroundings, people, objects, everything which seem unreal. Patients may feel as if they are in a dream or a fog or as if a glass wall or veil separates them from their surroundings. The world seems lifeless, colorless, or artificial. Subject disorientation of the world is common. For examples, objects may appear blurry or unusually clear. They may seem flat or smaller or larger than they are. Sounds may seem louder or softer than they are. Time may seem to be going too slow or too fast symptoms almost always distressing and when severe, profoundly intolerable. Anxiety and depression are common. Some patients fear that they, are, that they have irreversible brain damage or that they are going crazy. Other obsess about whether they really exist or repeatedly check to determine whether their perceptions are real. However, patients always retain the knowledge that their unreal experiences are not real but rather than just the way that they feel. Diagnosis. Patients have persistent or recurrent episodes of depersonalization, derealization, or both. Patients know that their dissociative experiences are not real, i.e. they have intact sense of reality. Symptoms cause significant distress or significantly impair social or occupational functioning. Also, the symptoms cannot be better accounted for by another medical or psychiatric disorder. disorder. Um, Treatment is psychotherapy. If you guys want more information on that, I can do another episode on psychotherapy, but I kind of went into it on last week's episode. Um, The prognosis is patients with depersonalization, derealization disorder are often improved Often improve without intervention, complete recovery is possible from many patients, especially if symptoms result from treatable or transition stresses or have not been proactive. In others, depersonalization and derealization become more chronic and refractory. Even persistent or recurrent depersonalization or derealization symptoms may cause only minimal impairment if patients can distract themselves from their subjective self or self by keeping their mind busy and focusing. On other thoughts or activities. So, for example, for this, it's very important for me and my dad to be on a schedule because there will be times where we wake up in the morning and you know we don't even know where we're at, and we have to wake up and we have to remind ourselves of where we're at, and then right then and there we have to get on a schedule. You know, we have to get up, brush our teeth, make a cup of coffee, go out the door, get ready for work, whatever. You know, so everyone has. If you struggle with this it's very 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 important. Even not even struggle with the di- disorder itself, but struggle with, you know, derealization and depersonalization and feeling empty and not really in the world. It is really important to get on a routine so that way your mind knows what to do next. It's know that, you know, you are living in this world, this realm. Um so yeah that's pretty much that on depersonalization and derealization it kind of goes really well into um bpd uh borderline personality disorder as i was talking about last week or in my last episode so i figured that this would be a great transitional episode into that because excuse me it kind of goes hand in hand But next week's episode is going to be about bipolar and the different types of bipolar. And yeah, and if you guys go on my last episode on my Spotify, there is a question that you guys can swipe on, swipe up on and answer. So that way I can know what you guys want to hear next and what mental disorder you want to hear next. And like I also said in the beginning of the episode, I post a lot on my Instagram asking you guys questions about the podcast and what you guys want to hear as well there so i will see you guys in my next episode and yeah i'm really excited for this season and for what it's come and thank you all so much for the growth and the support it means everything and more and i love you all and yeah i'll see you guys next week bye